good, the bad, the ugly. Welcome to Sustain Nutrition's podcast, Chewing the Fat, where Joe and James will be discussing all things good, bad and ugly regarding training and nutrition. So pull up your pants, put your best foot forward and get ready for some serious oral pleasure. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Joe and James. Sustain Nutrition, Chewing the Fat, episode 14. You don't know this. Is it? Is that right? I think so. I hope so. If not, episode 50. <laughs> We've got another podcast to make. <laughs> right. Trust Straight night, in with it. Shut up. Ah, stop it. Stop it. You're very rude, aren't you, sometimes? Joe, what is our subject this festive evening? You can do the podcast on your own. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> well, we're going to do the one I suggested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are doing. Which is finding balance around Christmas what's the best way to do it and also it's quite useful the rest of the time because people are pretty crap at finding balance kind of January through December time I find yes or September to August if you're a teacher yeah the last thing you want to be doing is stressing really about your food it's just food and it's not about being perfect for me it's just about being sensible and that's you know whether that's sensible with choices or sensible with the results that you yield from the choices you make Yes, people um, will often kind of, I guess this time of year, I guess summer's the other time you see, or around their birthdays or Easter, there's always an excuse to eat a lot of shit, isn't there? What's that, Fenton? Easter, is that your is that your preferred uh, binge of choice? Tis my season, good sir. <laughs> Maybe he's a bunny rabbit, shush, shush, I'm going to scoop you up, because you're going to bark already. So people will just kind of say things like, I'm not going to think about my food. I'm just going to enjoy myself, um, you know, and use it as. And I don't want to say excuse because it is a legitimate reason to to eat more. But people just go above and beyond what they actually need, and will just kind of say, "Well, I you know I need to do this to enjoy myself." It just makes you question, you know, whether they've ever thought about what they're actually saying because is the benefit of Christmas being able to sit around and eat as much as you want or is that something you can do 12 months a year well something you can do 12 months a year so it's just about trying to find that balance where you're enjoying yourself but you're not just eating for the sake of it and of course there's going to be a bit more consumption than usual but it doesn't mean you need to have absolutely zero nutritional food for the next two weeks over Christmas you know yeah Christmas is only Christmas day and obviously, you know, you know, me and Joe have been eating mince pies, as you've probably seen, you know, and, you know, indulging in these things. But then when we're talking about finding balance, like, the more things you do right, the less the kind of things that you do, you know, technically wrong are going to have an effect on them. And just kind of throwing everything out of the window for, you know, from December the 15th until the 7th of January, which is probably when everyone's going to start dieting again. Panicky. Yeah, is it's not gonna it's not gonna serve you. It's not gonna help. And we're saying we're not being party poopers. We're not saying don't eat any of his pies or you know, don't just chill out and have whatever you want on Christmas Day. We're talking about finding some kind of balance and not stressing about it. It's just not going to make you happy either, because you know the, the window James said there, fifteenth to the seventh. You know, you're looking at just over three weeks. 
It's so much shit food, isn't it? And it's like when you go to a buffet or an all-inclusive hotel and you have... A challenge, you mean. The the first meal you have and you go, this is amazing, I'm going to have so much. And then it's... You kind of lose that mentality towards the end of the week. But people don't around Christmas. I think because you've got that impending January diet that people just go too far. And, you know, your analogy that I quite like is people say they're going to start saving money on Monday so they spend as much as they can Saturday and Sunday. But times that, you know, by three weeks. And it's just ridiculous, you know. Realistically, you know, you could lose eight pounds of fat in a month for the average person. People will be able to lose more if they're bigger. But you can easily put that on in two weeks over Christmas, especially if you think, you know, the weather's cold, your activity's down, you're not at work, so your steps are down, your calories are up because it's Christmas and you like eating a lot. And it's just going too far. And I think that the word that I really like when it comes to helping people with managing times like this is just being mindful is actually thinking about what you're doing and not just going into autopilot and just shoveling in as much food as possible which is what you know i've done i'm sure you've done i'm sure a lot of people listening to this will have done because we've got that belief that it makes us happy you know it's ingrained from an early age so more more food is more chocolate is more happiness it's just not true you need to look at the reality of the situation yes pick pick your battles as i like to say like we're saying you know eats fine to go out for you know Christmas meal and Christmas drinks and you know have these things that are kind of adding to these events you know going around a, a Christmas market and having whatever is available I don't know large German sausages um, waffles etc <laughs> <my cock> down. <laughs> struggling your sausage right now Benson sausage dog obviously um, perverts but that doesn't mean that you have to kind of throw everything like say we're trying to find balance so if you eat three meals a day seven days a week then kind of having you know three or four high calorie not great nutritious ones kind of fade into the good ones but then if every single meal is crap that's when you're going to start to have an, you know a bit of an issue so just trying to hit some kind of minimum nutrients same advice I give people when they go on the holidays is try and hit the first four commandments and take anything else as a bonus or possibly set some kind of limits on it. So make sure you're getting three servings of protein, two servings of veg, two liters of water, some healthy fats. And you know, if you want, you can limit drinks or you can limit how many treats, how many ice creams you're gonna have, how many mince pies you're gonna have. If you want, if not, don't worry about it, but just be sensible with the kind of results that you'll get from that, you know, week away or two weeks away. I think it's so easy, isn't it? To- people just kind of convince themselves and oh, I'm not doing too badly or you know I've done a few extra steps but if you don't do the things James has just said if you take out the protein you take out the veg you take out the slow release carbs you are going to fill it with crap food like whether you want to or not there's going to be a breaking point because you can't starve yourself it's so so hard for people to restrict themselves in this way especially around this time of year so just put in the foods that you enjoy and it it makes it so much easier to then stay on plan because suddenly if you think about your worst day where you've really kind of gone for it and eaten a load of crap versus a day you've had three good meals, it's just not hard to to manage your calories. You know, if, if you once you've had those three or four really good meals, there's just not enough room for a huge volume of calories on top of that. So if you just start by putting these things in, it makes it so much easier. And I always find that when I put my, my good meals in, I stick to them. And then I think, right, what crap food do I want on top? It's never that much. 
you know, I would never go, do you know what I fancy now? I fancy a pizza and a portion of onion rings and two litres of pop. But if you starve me all day or you give me one meal in a day, that's the kind of thing that I would have ordered. Maybe not so much now because I've, you know, I've worked on it and it does take time. That's probably the next good point is to not beat yourself up when you do go wrong because otherwise you're just going to, you know, slide into January a lot bigger than you are greased up like me yeah like a, like a buttered pig <laughs> like me <laughs> I looked at you and just saw a buttered pig um, because people are just so you know they expect themselves to do really well and that's just not realistic this time of year I've had a couple of discussions with people saying that saying I'm going to prove you wrong I'm going to lose lots of weight during December like well you might do if you don't don't see it as a failure yeah do you know what is it I saw one and they were saying, okay, you, know, you think about your journey like being on a on a on a train or on a you know subway on the underground, and you stop at each station. You might stop for a little bit. That doesn't mean that your journey's failed. You won't get off and just quit and go home. It's just a little stall. It's just a little stop. So it's, you're still making progress. You're still moving towards your goal, even though you're not moving, which kind of doesn't make any sense, but it does because you're not going backwards. The thought process is often what matters, and I think that if you can just be conscious of what you're doing, then that's going to make a massive impact. So interestingly, there's kind of some sciencey stuff around what you just said there with the whole thing about how long it takes to make a habit and nutritional habits take 66 days to ingrain. It doesn't mean you have to eat perfectly for 66 days. You just have to be putting in the effort. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, you can't kid yourself and eat a lot of shit and say, but I'm trying. It doesn't mean you can't have a couple of days off here and there as long as you're conscious of what you're doing. And I guess that's, the whole thing around the, the habits or the commandments that we've created is we want people to go actually I do there are protein and veg options that I like and I can put these in and this will help me I'm still following some semblance of a plan rather than just eating chocolate all day which, yeah I mean you know, it's cool for me kind of with the coaching side is when you see people send their food through and then they say I didn't have this I could have had that that really excites me as sad as it is because when people have been becoming more conscious of the food choices that they're making and how they could possibly improve them while still fitting in with their lives, you know, like kind of people going out and having pizza but then having a side salad and stuff like that. Just yeah, these yeah, small, definitely. small tweaks that they might not have done before, they wouldn't have done before, they wouldn't have thought about it and thinking, you know what, I could really do getting some more veg in here and then just maybe having a couple of slices of pizza or a half a pizza and a side salad and then going, well, I thought I'd had this pizza so I did feel the need to have a dessert or I had to drink and I didn't need to have a dessert it's just these small things again of just kind of finding that balance and just making you know kind of small incremental improvements and being mindful of them that reminds me as well of you talking about things that you enjoy people saying and on a on a balance kind of theme is when people say stuff like I had this but I didn't actually enjoy it or they'll say I had this and I really enjoyed it you know it's well worth me having in because so often people get a bit defensive about their decisions. They'll say, you know, I had this, I don't regret it, and there's nothing I'd do differently. And it almost comes across, and it might be the way that I'm reading it, that they're just saying it because they don't want to be questioned or they don't want to be, to be wrong. And I think that the best, one of the best things I can, I can have as a coach is when someone kind of says, do you know what, I had this, I thought it'd be really nice, it wasn't that good, I should have had this instead. You know, people thinking about their treats and actually finding what they really enjoy rather than just kind of going hammer and tong and having everything which you know we've seen before as well people saying you know i got a takeaway and i had a pizza chips a dessert a side and two liters of pop I have and no I, regrets and i have no regrets and i enjoyed it all i just don't know if i believe you but, but if it, you do if you don't then cool that's fine but then you know the only uh, 
think I said that to one of my clients today. I was like, it's fine if you have all those food things and you're like, I've got absolutely no regrets. That's fine. It only becomes an issue. You know, we're not here to tell people off or judge people or, you know, get frustrated by, you know, people making these choices. It only become an issue or frustration if then when they come to, you know, check their results, they get frustrated that they've not got the results that they wanted. You know, that's the only time I'd get frustrated mm. is if someone's consistently making these choices saying they're totally fine with them, but then get angsty, you know, get upset that they're not getting the results that they feel they should have. I think it's a tough one, isn't it, as a coach, because I was watching a video today by uh, Eric Thomas or E.T., e e e the hip-hop producer, and he was talking about, uh, I don't know if you overheard it when I was playing it. No, I was trying to edit a video, Joe. Oh, right, okay. Well, it's very good. You shouldn't be listening. <laughs> about how Mayweather's coached by his dad, and he says, you know, it, it's hard because he sometimes tells me things that I don't want to hear, but that's why he's the best boxing coach I could have because, you know, A, he's my dad. He can push certain buttons, but he tells me the things that I don't want to hear. And, you know, E.T. was saying that, it's hard as as a parent and you know you didn't say it but as a coach to tell people the things they don't want to hear and you do have to challenge people's thought processes sometimes because they'll say one day oh you know i was really happy with these decisions and the next day say but i'm really frustrated i've not got the progress and i think when it comes to balance you just need to be aware of that that you can have whatever you want you need to find your own path but there's going to be implications to your progress you got to pay and, the pipe yeah positive or negative you know if you if you have you make those sacrifices and you cut back then it's going to benefit you you know you see people sometimes and they go it doesn't matter what to eat to gain weight well it does it's just natural fluctuations yeah, will sometimes skew those that's numbers scientifically false <laughs> you are a liar man except on Christmas Christmas day you can eat whatever you want because there are no calories counted on Christmas day Agreed. yes yeah definitely yes do you agree with that <laughs> I agree that is that's science fact um it's Christmas Day somewhere. I'm going to start eating now. But that's it. You just got to think, you know, do the work before and then you can enjoy it as it happens. You know, don't stress out about... I mean, Christ on a bike. Christmas dinner is probably one of the most nutritious meals people have because it usually has vegetables in it. <laughs> <laughs> you got your lean protein, super lean protein. And then you've got veg as well. So don't panic about it. You know, we want this you know, approach or this approach needs to fit your life. You shouldn't be, you know, stressing out and eating out of a Tupperware container or taking your own food around to someone's house. For, unless it's pigs in blankets. Yeah, <laughs> unless you're taking something. Extra rations. Yeah, you know, for, for Christmas dinner, just chill out. Don't stress about it. Have a couple of drinks. Small sherry. It's Christmas. A delicious mince pie. And then you can listen to our next podcast, which is choosing the right approach for you. Yeah. You yeah, you know what I mean? But it's the time of year to kind of take your foot slightly off the gas, but not completely off the gas. I think, you know, again, going back to that whole idea of getting balanced, is you're going to be more social, you're going to be more indulgent around the Christmas time, but it's just don't take the entire month off. Don't go into reverse. Yeah! Yeah! Look at that. Oh, hello, Fanta. I think you woke him up. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. We're going to another podcast podcast before then no it's next week I, re I rescind my happy new year <laughs> oh we're doing for a new year okay alright goodbye the power of Christ compels you <laughs> <laughs>